We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hey everyone, I'm Mike, and she's Sophie. And she's Brenda. Hi everyone! And he's Grogu, rocking it as always. He is glad to be here. And we are on the road with Mickey. This is episode 193 for November 6, 2023. And our feature topic this week is our top three things we like about Main Street USA. This is the conclusion of our top three, thing, top three things series for the Lands of the Magic Kingdom. We have covered every single one of them, and now we are ending with what I think is the best land in the Magic Kingdom, but that's just my opinion, Main Street, USA. So we will get to that in just a little bit. First, though, we have some cheddar from the Big Cheese, and Sophie, you get to start us off this week. Well, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas because Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party is going to run its first event in three days, people. This is coming out November 6th. The first party is going to be November 9th, 2023, and it is going to be running all the way through January 1st of 2024. There are a lot of great treats planned for this year's events, so y'all and I had better go check them out. Yep. That's right. All Um, right. I can't wait to go. I have some Disney-related but not directly Disney cheddar. I get an email from a company called Attractions Magazine. And in it, I saw a really neat story about an upcoming auction at the Vanny and Galleries in California that features a slew of Disney memorabilia, including a very special painting of Disneyland's Main Street train station by Charles Boyer. And that is lot 1005. And it just sucked me in because this painting you're looking at, it's like you're standing outside of Disneyland looking at the Mickey head and seeing the train station. And you're just, it's like you were right there. This auction is running from November 11th to November 12th. So it's coming up this weekend. Um, And if you want to look at the offerings, you can go to, uh, website that we have in the notes that um, will take you straight to it and you'll be able to look at the catalog and everything like that. But it, it's not, you know, Walt Disney World or anything like that, but I thought it was really neat and I thought it was worth checking out. So that's neat. Yeah, it's really kind of cool. Super cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure that all of our listeners already know this, but in case you don't know it, The filming for the Christmas morning Disney parade is not done on Christmas Day. It is filmed well in advance, even though we get to watch it on Christmas morning, which is awesome. Yeah. This year, it will most likely be happening on November 11th and 12th in the Magic Kingdom. So if you're going to be in the parks that day, you might 
plan for not being able to get around so well when you come in the park, or you might want to just stay and watch it if it's not going to ruin it for you. These dates are always subject to change, though, so stay tuned. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our cheddar for this week. We have... Um, Some listener course, feedback. Yeah, of course, we have our ways of connecting with us, but we have a lot of listener feedback from last week. Mm-hmm. Favorite villain, we had a ton of responses. So I'll start us off, and why don't we just go through and, um, you know, just kind of go around so I'm not the only one talking. How's that sound? All right. All Who's right. Who's going first? I'll go first. My sister Robin had some feedback. She said Gaston from Beauty and the Beast is Lindsay's favorite villain. Captain Barbosa from Pirates of the Caribbean is hers. And then she said, Arg, matey, parlay? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, no, I'm not going to parlay with you. (laughs) So who's going next? I'll go next. And the next two actually had the very same answers well mostly the same answers lee said yzma from the emperor's new groove which i can agree with she just doesn't get enough hissing for my money and lori also said yzma however lori also mentioned croc the tiktok croc the bowler hat guy who we know as michael yagubian Uh and professor radigan from the great mouse detective Nice. Well, Cindy said Jafar from Aladdin, both the original and the live action remake, and also Cruella DeVille from Cruella, because her backstory gives a new insight into her personality. Yeah, I have to say, I think that's a very interesting answer, because I don't always associate live action Cruella as a villain. She's more of an anti-hero to me. Yeah, but But I suppose she is meant to be a villain. Yeah. Now I'm going to skip Sheila. I'll let you read Sheila, Sophie, but I'm going to read Chandler because Chandler had some thoughts also about Cruella. And this is what he said. He said Cruella in both animated form and the live action version. When we learned her backstory, it's the backstory that kind of endeared me to her. So that Uh... is kind of neat. It's all about the backstory. And that's what Disney does Mm -hmm. so well. Is backstories Yeah You know Oh my gosh There's just no other comparison To Disney backstories Yeah Disney has some good Good backstories Sheila said She added Ursula And the Queen of Queen of Hearts As her favorites Great Mm -hmm. And Chrissy said Maleficent Woo Same as me And Hades (laughs) Ooh Hades is a good one He's pretty underappreciated And you know what Considering he is the literal Greek god of death and stuff like that, I think he might be the oldest villain, not Mother mm. Gothel. Yeah, I'm that just going on the fandom site. So, but anyway, and lastly, John, who John is a friend of ours from way back because his daughter and Sophie danced together when they did ballet. Sweet. That's how long this this friendship goes. He said. Since I lived on a river for many years as a preteen, teenager, and through college, also living near Lake Michigan, I have to go with Captain Hook. That is a good answer. Yeah. 
So thank y'all so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. We love the feedback. It just is so much fun for us. Yeah. So we'll try and keep it going. So next week I'm going to post about the top three things we like about main street. I want to hear what you like. So get ready to give us more feedback people. That's right. But now it's time to move on to our feature topic. And we are taking a look at the top three things we like about main street USA. So here's right. what we came up with. Sophie, you start us off and we're just going to go around and around like normal. All right. Well, if I have to be honest, Main Street USA is not exactly what I think of when I think of my favorite land in the Magic Kingdom. I know, shocker. But that's because okay. there aren't really any rides there unless you count the trolley car. Mm -hmm. Or the that train. Yes, that's true. Or the train. That being said, Main Street does have some of the best qualities in the park. But for me, I am just going to go with the overall design of Main Street for my three things that I like about it. And there are key details, even about that general design, that really need to be highlighted. And the first one I'm actually going to say is just the color of the pavement. So listen here, there's a reason for this. You know when you walk down Main Street and it has that sort of clay red slash pink t color to it? Okay. There is a reason for that. When they were designing it, they specifically made it so that the street of Main Street would wear out the red receptors in our eyes so they would become fatigued. And as a result, the green receptors would be working overtime to make all of the leaves and foliage appear even more vibrant. Huh. Yes. So and it's a science behind it, huh? It is. It's a design thing. There is so much about Main Street that is really an optical illusion, and I quite like it, and that is just the first detail that I mentioned. All right. Make sure you put that in the show notes, please. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I am going to go next and thank you so much um, about that. I am going to um, stick with what I know. And the things that I know is the first thing I like about Main Street. Um, and, and these aren't, I guess this is an order, but for me, um, I'm going to say the Walt Disney World Railroad and the stop there. Um, there's so much about um about it about that area because you've got the train obviously you get on the train but you've also got the platform looking over main street so there's just incredible stuff that you can see there and incredible pictures that you can take um you also have um you have the way that you go underneath the tracks as you're getting in when you're getting before you get to there but um but I think for the most part, I think it's just the fact that it, it just you feel like you've turned back in time, you know, yeah. and you're in an turn old back time. There you go. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Do Brenda. it. <laughs> oh, Gotta have a little share in the show. <laughs> yep. So anyway, is you do you turn back time. 
And then you were back in the 1800s, it feels like, for a train station. Late 1800s, yeah. And then you get on the train and just enjoy that ride. Gosh, enjoy that ride, people. Enjoy the ride. So, So it's the Walt Disney World Railroad Station at Main Street, USA. For number All right. one. All right, Brenda. No, I'm going to read straight from my notes because I don't want to leave anything out. But for my first one, I'm going with feeling, of course, because, you know, who I am. That feeling I get when I emerge from the tunnel under the Walt Disney World Railroad and step into the turn of the century American Main Street, USA. That lasts through every step I take, including the sights of the cast member with the balloons, until I have made it all the way up to the beautiful, magnificent, breathtaking Cinderella Castle. It's the tug at my heartstrings that says, I am home. There you go. Make sure you copy and paste that into the notes. Because I tried (laughs) to type, and I got stopped at under the tunnel. (laughs) You know. You it's know, that I, feeling. Is a little slow, and he can't type as fast as Brenda can. Uh, <laughs> listen, nobody can type as fast as Aunt Brenda can solve. No, no, but I, I love have that. Tried. I love that, Brenda. <laughs> but it's the truth. It's that feeling. It's yeah. that. It's that you know you're home. Like you've waited however long since your last trip, and mm-hmm. it's just that feeling of knowing that you're actually back yeah yeah or there for the first time mm-hmm. it's you know what it's been forever since i've been at disney for the first time yeah us i too. can i want to try and imagine what it would be like being there for the first time because i was a little girl when that happened so i don't remember it very well well yeah i will remind you of something on one of mine Okay. That wasn't that long ago. No. So mm. that'll be my number two. So you go ahead and give us your number two, Sophie. All right. Uh, my number two then. Again, back to the overall just design of Main Street. And I will say this one, this next one, actually applies, I think, to the rest of Walt Disney World as well. Whenever you see this high rise multi story building, and that is the way that. Disney makes use of something called forced perspective. That's right. Mm-hmm. Forced yes. perspective is awesome. It is an architectural phenomenon, if that makes sense. And it's meant to make the buildings appear taller than they are, just so it doesn't feel like you're looking at a tiny building or so that in order to get them to be that height because a lot of these buildings if you look you'll see the storefront you'll see a row of windows above it and then you'll see another row of windows up near the roof most of the time and if they were built to the actual scale first of all they would be so tall there would be no way for the trees to cover them from somewhere like Adventureland where you don't even know that you were right next door to Main Street 
And at mm -hmm. the same time, I feel they would also look slightly different if they were built to scale and they would actually feel more like something like New York where you got that concrete jungle and the canopy that's sort of covering mm -hmm. out the sky. You can clearly see the sky from Main Street. And so the way they do that is as they go up a story, they actually decrease the scale of the building slightly. So obviously on the first floor, it is completely to scale. It's just one on one. And then the next floor above that, they will decrease it slightly from eight out of eight scale to five out of eight scale. And then by the time you reach the third floor, it is already half the height of the original first floor. And it is so interesting to think about because you don't realize it, but once you know about it, it's hard not to think about it. Exactly. Yep. That's true. All so right. That. Well, that's a good one, Sophie. Forced perspective is so cool. Yep. It is. All right. So, so number you? two on my list um, is a memory. And I think it kind of works as almost a feeling of being um, almost like being there for the first time. Okay. Because I'm taking us back to July 2020 when we went after after reopening. Okay. And the crowd levels were at like 10%, 15% or something like that. Yeah. And and it, we we made, that morning, we made a dinner reservation to eat at Tony's on Main Street. Just because we hadn't had any sit down anything. And we're like, let's just do that. And they were open, so we were able to make that reservation. And we did so, and we had a, we had a lovely meal. And excuse me, my throat. I feel like I got a cough. As long as you're not like choking up or anything. No, I'm not choking up. It's just a tickle. All but right. anyway, I think Brad, I'm better we... now. Yeah. So we we ate our meal and we came out onto the front porch where you after you exit Tony's and you're on the right hand side of Town Square, and and we came out at the perfect time for the music to be playing. And the music was the music from Up. Mm. And I sat down in the rocking chair. It felt like I had just finished dinner at home and walked out onto the front porch to, to relax on the front porch. Nice. Because there was so few people. It Great was like feeling. we were there by ourselves. And... And it was just incredible. And that music from Up is just absolutely the perfect music for that area. And I just, I even did a Facebook Live. I said, here we go. I am going to say nothing. We're just going to enjoy walking down Main Street. And we did. And so yeah. people could hear the music. And it was so incredible. It felt like the first time we had been there. Because we didn't know if we were going to be going back. That was the hardest time ever for people who love Disney. Yeah. I mean, so, we didn't know if we were going to be, you know. Right. Yeah. 
So that was a feeling that was very recently. And it was a really cool feeling to have that moment, you know, when we were able to be there. And it was, you know, we talk about grace and grace alone. And that's exactly what that was. That was grace. Because we were going to go in March and then they closed. And then we were going to go in May and they were still closed. And then we're like, well, let's push it to July and see what happens. And it was grace that they opened up two days before we got there. They reopened like two days before we got there. Fabulous. And so that's exactly what it was. It was grace. It wasn't because we were special and that we are allowed to be there. That It was pure grace, you know, and it was a great, great trip. Still one of the top trips I've ever had to Walt Disney World. Oh, yeah. Yay. So, so yeah. to me, Sophie, I, I feel like that is kind of the feeling of, that first time there kind of in some ways even though it you wasn't our first time it felt like it because it was like they had just opened just for us that's i think point. i would agree with that nice so, so that was a great that was a that was just really cool for me it's just that feeling of town square nice and that's a yep, great thing to like about feeling. Main Street because it's special to Main Street. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to get back. I can't wait to get back. I got what, 33, 30, I don't know, 36 days or something. I don't know. But I can't <sighs> wait to be back. Oh my gosh, it's killing me. <laughs> I want to be back too, Aunt Brenda. So sweet. I love it. Well, I'm going to jump. Um, I was telling Mike and Sophie before the show started that I literally just wrote everything down that I love about Main Street USA, put it in a list because I couldn't decide which ones to talk about and, and just close my eyes and let a pen just land on one. So this next one, I'm jumping, I'm jumping over a little bit, but it's the beautiful Crystal Palace restaurant. And the beautiful Crystal yeah. Palace restaurant reminds me of an iconic building that I grew up with in Galveston called the Garten Verein. The Garten Verein was built with, it was, it was built by German men in Galveston. Beautiful building. And only the German <coughs> families could, sorry. could use it. It was like an exclusive kind of club or I don't know, but the building is just a beautiful Victorian building with just windows all around it. And that Crystal Palace just reminds me of it so much. Um, it's just, it. there's some connection I feel to it. But the Crystal Palace is bright, light-filled and spacious. It's got the beautiful architecture from the Victorian era and then all the windows around. It just reminds me so much of the Garden Variety. And as you enter, there's a whimsical character topiary in the center, you, you know, for your 100-acre woods. Mm -hmm. um, and then the buffet, I mean, the buffet is delicious, too. So it's just like a, it's kind of a favorite place for many reasons. But even when we're in, you know, Frontierland or Adventureland, we're walking back toward the front, like, to leave the park. Every time I see it, it just, my mind just says, beautiful. It's just beautiful to me. Yeah. It's one of it the beautiful buildings is. in the park. 
So. It absolutely is. And it's, you're right. You're walking, even if you're just walking by and don't have a reservation, the beauty of the outside facades just draws your eye to it. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yes. So you're right. So it's that's a, and, and, you know, there have been times when I've heard people talk about how a buffet is just a buffet, but I, <laughs> I don't, I don't get it because I love a buffet and I know character breakfasts and character meals are generally all going to be buffets for the most part. Yeah. But um, to me, the buffet there and a lot of the Disney restaurants, the buffet is just incredible. So much variety, so many choices. So it is. It is so one of the best buffets really good, for sure. It is a really good buffet. Yeah. Yep. So that's my oh, number two. It's a great number two. Yeah. All right. All right. So is it my turn number, again? It yeah. is. Number three. All right, then. Well, we are going to a very specific Disney patented invention called a smellitizer. Oh. And you will find these all throughout the parks, but the most notable ones you will find on Main Street, and they are hidden in plain sight, let me tell you. So, there is a reason why when you go to a Disney park, it, there is just smells that you associate with it. Like, Daddy, what's the smell that you associate with Main Street? Um, candy smell, cinnamon, you know, sugar. Mm-hmm. You would know? you say popcorn? Oh, yeah. I would <laughs> if, I, if I thought and wasn't about to drink my Diet Coke, I would have thought about popcorn. <laughs> Yep. Well, there's a reason for that. And you will find them. I'm actually going to pull up a picture really quick. So there are these little vents hidden in plain sight in Main Street, USA. One second. Is there Main Street Smellitizer? What on earth? For some reason, Siri thought I was talking to her. Okay. All right. Here. Share screen. All right, so you see in this little rectangular square right here, these uh -huh. blue teal dots, you would think that those are just little decorations that they put into the wall outside of the Candy Palace, but no, what they are is a little vent is hidden in that blue dot that will then hide a contraption that looks something like this. And there are wow. these little shafts within it that hold scent pellets that gradually release the scent out of the vent and into the street. And they will oftentimes outside the Candy Palace and confectionery, they will have vanilla scents with a little mix of popcorn in it. They literally have these different elements that they then mix together to form almost like a perfume that they gradually release into the street just so you think you're smelling the real thing instead of getting hit with a whiff of fragrance all nice. at once. Nice. So they will include vanilla, uh, popcorn. Those are the two associated with Main Street, but actually for Christmas time, happy holidays, they're going to be switching over to a peppermint scent 
and then you can find them everywhere. They have the same things in Pirates of the Caribbean with sea salt, and of course there's the bromine that they keep in the water rights to keep the water sanitized. That gives a better smell than chlorine that we usually associate with water. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, good awesome. stuff, yes. Sophie. And Just if the you entire want the... thing is a huge architectural feat. Yeah, and if you want the whole thing, if you want the real McCoy scent, then just go over to the popcorn station right before the exit of the park over by the <laughs> main, by the by town hall, and buy yourself some popcorn and just say, "Hey, I want to wait till you make some new ones." And then, oh my gosh, that scent is that one does not need a smellitizer because that one is really good. I know, but there but probably the, is a smellitizer nearby. It probably is, and I've been thinking it's the popcorn all along when it's really just. A smellitizer. <laughs> hey, it's a genuinely delicious popcorn. It's good. This is very true. Yeah. So, it's really good. Great Everything's stuff, better at Sophie. Disney. Thank you. Sophie, yeah, everything is better at Disney. And Sophie has done some really good research on this. I actually have not researched a single, a single thing. This is just stuff I know off the top of my head. Well, it feels like a lot of research. Yeah. So... Anyway, number three for me, um, you know, I talked about the music and the feeling in Town Square, just being there, all that. Um, and there's other music, you know, there's the Dapper Dan's coming down, you know, singing. There's, um, there is the piano guy who plays, um, who plays over by Casey's, right outside of Casey's, you know. Yeah. Um, and I love that, but um, but I think for me, the third thing that I'm going to um, talk about is actually Casey's, because Casey's is such a it's such an iconic Main Street location. It's it's a it's a perfect Main Street restaurant. You know, it is. You know, you you want a hot dog. You go to Casey's, you, you know, you, you think back to when I was a kid and they had the bleachers and you could watch the old ball games while you're eating your hot dog. It was like you were at the ball game. You yeah. got your hot dog, you sat in the bleachers, you watched the old videos and you enjoyed your, you enjoyed your lunch, you know, and it was just so neat. Um, and it's a little bit different now. But the feeling of Casey's of being there and getting your getting your hot dog and and it's and just enjoying moseying down Main Street while you're enjoying your food is just a that's just a quintessential Main Street thing to me. That's you know? right, moseying so. down Main Street. Yep, that's what we should have called it, moseying down Main Street with Mike, Sophie, and Brenda. There yeah. you go. <laughs> so. So there you go. So I that's love that. Casey's is to me it's it's a neat establishment and it's neat to to get your to get your feels there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so Casey's almost is as number great as, almost as great as the Crystal Palace, eh, Brenda? Yeah. Love it. Yep, love it. And they're right by each other. So, you know, the little chairs outside that are like the little foo foo chairs with the tables, they go with both. Mm -hmm. So that's a just a great area to hang out, just like 
it's just a great area to hang out. Yeah, it sure is. It sure Speaking is. Speaking of hanging out, my number three is actually hanging out on Main Street USA because we always have enjoyed the fireworks in the Magic Kingdom, always. But when they just had fireworks, we could literally watch it from anywhere. We could watch it from the back of the castle or the front of the castle or whatever. But now that they have the fireworks projection shows the only way to enjoy the whole show is to be sitting on main street usa because when the fireworks are on the castle and the projections are on the castle the projections come along the side on all the buildings there on main street usa and that's another thing i love about main street usa is sitting there and enjoying that show especially with some hot cocoa which i'm gonna be yeah. doing soon <laughs> lucky <laughs> oh gosh there you go <laughs> i know speechless right oh brenda you're a hoot we love having you on the show i love oh. her so much yeah i wish i was at disney now i know oh, that's the problem with doing these things is we wish we were there you know yes. Yes. Oh, well. Oh, well. That's okay. So, so is we're... that it? Is there any, does anyone have any honorable mentions they want to bring up? Mm, well, well, I mean, of course, there are all the windows. Yeah. Yeah. Street windows, which are dedications. They're not just a window given a no. little history, they are dedications to cast members. Yes. That's right. You know? Yeah. And I and I am sorry to say I don't give them enough appreciation. I don't spend as much time looking at them as I as I feel like I ought to. So well, we do what we can. Yeah. I have to give an honorable mention to the uh Main Street ice cream parlor because they have mm. that brownie sundae there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I love it so much. And that that ice cream parlor is like an old timey ice cream parlor, like you know turn of the century ice cream parlor kind of thing. And I, it's just, I just love the theming that they, you know, have put on main street USA in both, both Disneyland and Walt Disney world. And it's just perfect. Yeah. Yeah. When, when, um, we were there for the Halloween party, Brenda, Mm -hmm. um, Sophie and Sheila and Randy and Jagan were in the hub and they had gotten really good spots for the parade. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. was like, I need to sit in a chair. I want I was ready to sit in a chair. We had been going all day. Oh yeah. And it was yeah. it was good time to go sit in a chair. So Cindy went with me and we went and sat in the seating outside of the plaza. Um mm-hmm. you know, where you can just sit and we when we still had a pretty good view of the parade as it came by. Um, but before the parade started, she said, I'll be right back. And I'm like, okay. So I was just hanging out and she went. And what I didn't know is she went to the ice cream parlor and got the brownie sundae. And we, Yay! and that oh. was so good. I don't know. Like, were you telling me that? I'm like, you know what? We don't have yeah. to tell Sophie we had this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no wonder. And- and calories don't count at Disney, so you're covered. Exactly. Hey, see if I share any of my Halloween candy with you. You can have your Starburst Pops. 
They are all yours, baby. <laughs> and happy Halloween. <laughs> happy Halloween. Now, Merry Christmas, everybody. Exactly. <laughs> oh. So anyway, that was a great that was a great memory, you know, just yeah. enjoying ice cream with my honey. That's right. You know, it's just some things just can't be better than that. Yep. So anyway, so that um, that was a great feature topic. And I love Main Street. And so mm-hmm. it's just it's just a really, really, really cool. Ah, oh, you're right. It just brings all the feels in and you just yeah, you feel like you're there. So. All right, then. All right. Well, that that I think concludes our feature topic. And so that takes us to this day in Disney history. So, Sophie. All right. Go for it. November 6th. What you got? November 6th, 1946. Walt Disney writes his annual birthday letter to his younger sister, Ruth, who will turn 43 on December 6th. I know what you're thinking, but this is in November. I double-checked myself. Mm -hmm. The letter and its enclosed check is being sent earlier than usual because he is leaving this day for the premiere of Song of the South in Atlanta, Georgia. Walt explains how after the premiere, he'll be flying up to New York to board the Queen Elizabeth for a trip to England and Ireland. He will be gathering background material in Ireland for a new picture about leprechauns. Wow. Did did that actually come to fruition? I do believe that. I'm actually not sure. I'm doing some research about it now. Okay. Let me know when you're done because it's time to stop. The luck of the Irish. Is that what it was called? I don't think so. Okay. No, because that came out in 2001. Mm. Not everything made it. Not everything made it. Yeah. Okay. Well, are you ready to stump the soap? Good luck. Go right ahead and try. I'm definitely trying. And this one might be more interesting and might be a little bit harder because of the movie. Oh. So that might be a clue without being a clue. Might be a clue without being a clue. You're (laughs) welcome. This is not Maui. I know it's not. It's not Maui, but Maui fits in everywhere, you know? Yes, I, so, I can agree with that. This character is a 14-year-old genius. Go on. This character can build anything. Is this Lewis from Meet the Robinsons? I thought no. we already did him. It has nothing to do with Meet the Robinsons. Okay. 14-year-old genius. Hero from Big Hero 6? Exactly! Yay! Hero? What's Hero's last name? Hamada. Oh my, oh my gosh! <laughs> what's his brother's name? Tadashi. What's his aunt's name? Cass. Oh my what's, gosh. What's the inflatable guy's name? Baymax. What is 
the girl who is one of the mechanical engineering students' names. Okay, so we got Gogo, Wasabi, Fred, Honey Lemon, and that's them. Yep. (laughs) Who's Mr. Yama? Mr. Yama? Uh Uh-huh. He is the undisputed champion of the bot fighting scene. See, I knew you didn't know anything. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, Sophie. Yay! Look at my screen. (laughs) That girl. I am impressed. Give me high (laughs) ten. Wow. Yes, the character is Hiro Hamada from Big Hero 6. You got it, honey. Fantastic. I'm always proud of you. Did you know that? Aww. Me too. I love you too, Daddy. Do you know, do you know how old Hiro was when he graduated from high school? 13. Yeah. <laughs> do you know that? Do you know what Baymax's scan of Hero shows he's allergic to? Not peanuts. Yes, peanuts. Oh. Slightly allergic to peanuts. Got it. Uh, what does Hero love as far as food? Candy kind of things. Um. Now that I don't know. Gummy bears. Gummy bears. Oh. And Hero and Tadashi's parents died when Hero was three years old. That's why his aunt Cass became their guardian. So, because it is a Disney movie after all. Yeah. And Lord knows they can't have both their parents. So, Hiro Hamada, Hiro Hamada from Big Hero Six. Great that job! So thank fantastic. you. Yay! I'm impressed! 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 Yep. You know. I might have been able to come up with Hero, but I doubt it. (laughs) I'd have been like, wow, that's a smart kid. What's his name? (laughs) Exactly. That's what I would have been been like, you know? And if you're new to the show, it's not because Big Hero 6 is Sophie's all-time favorite movie, so she knows everything about it. No, It's just one of a billion movies she knows everything about. Wow. Oh, goodness. Okay. Well, Brenda, uh, you're closing us out with a little bit of Walt. So, well, what do you Walt got? Walt is today? the only thing that could close us out after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Main Street USA is America at the turn of the century, the crossroads of an era. The gas lamps and the electric lamp, the horse drawn car and auto car. Main Street is everyone's hometown. The heartline of America. Yeah. Walt Disney. The man. The man. Oh, and also, man. also, I did a little bit of research and I found the movie that I think my history was referring to. Ah. It is called Darby O'Gill and the Little People. It is a live action type of movie. It was released in 1959 by Walt Disney Productions. Wow. Mm-hmm. Nice. Put that in the show notes in case anybody can find that and yeah. okay. watch it. Thank you. All right. I'll just put the Wikipedia link underneath my thing. Thank well, you. Sorry to interrupt. Thank no, you. No, that's good. That's good. So that concludes us for this week, people. Mm-hmm. And next week we have one more 
uh, topic regarding different areas of Disneyland's, you know, whatever you want to call it, depending on the park. So next week, ladies, I want to talk about the most underappreciated land at Disney. It can be at Magic Kingdom. It could be at Hollywood Studios, Epcot, Animal Kingdom. You could go to California Adventure. You could go to Disneyland. You can go to any of the parks to choose the most underappreciated land in your opinion and give us give us some reasons why i don't know if we need to do five reasons or what but give us some reasons why so brenda any thoughts i have a question are we talking about underappreciated by the guests or underappreciated by disney i'm thinking underappreciated based on your opinion regardless of how that comes to be okay all right good so you could say that that um the american adventure is underappreciated because everybody just blows by it to get to the germany train station okay or something like that whatever you know i mean yeah okay so it covers the whole gamut whether it's called a land or a neighborhood or a country or a pavilion, whatever, a pavilion or, or whatever, whatever it's it is. Perfect. Yeah. So let's talk about the most underappreciated land at Disney. And that's going to think I got to put Ooh. my thinking cap on because that to me is sounds really hard. Yeah, I'm currently really thinking about it right now. I don't have right my now. hats are at home. <laughs> Otherwise, I put one on right now. Yeah, but if you had your hat on, it would cover that beautiful wreath that's right across Main Street. And I just love that photo so much. No, this hat would actually cover just the things on either side of that wreath. So it's okay. That one would. That one would be perfect. Yes. Put that thinking hat on. There we go. There you go. You can't see my ears. That's okay. Oh. (laughs) So there you go, people. That's what we're talking about. I hope everyone has a great week. We hope everyone has a great week. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No yep. matter where you are, what you're doing, we hope you have a great time doing it. Um, just keep everyone that is down and out in your thoughts and prayers. Remember them. Remember what's going on across the country, across the world. And just keep yes. everyone, you know, in your prayers on that. And, um, and just have a great week people and i'm mike she's sophie that's brenda and he's grogu and we will see you you on on the road road. Bye. bye bye everyone